Welcome to Canada's Real Estate Podcast, your compass to all things real estate. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's real estate experts. I think I'm starting. <laughs> uh, yeah, and just so you know, the, the reason that I'm sitting uh, <laughs> as if I had a broom stuck up my behind is I hurt my back, so I'm going to be moving strangely during this session, and it will be very, what are they called? Just, they're, they're very um, architecturally correct movements that I'll be making. <laughs> architecturally correct. Well, I mean, we're talking about real estate today, so I guess that kind of goes with that theme. And I already shared with you, I've gone through back injuries myself, so I have a lot of empathy for you. Oh, so thank you. I'm going to try not to like feel your pain, but I can kind of feel it because it's not fun. So, yeah. And you, um, you went somewhere and you learned something the other day. Yeah, I went to a, a CMHC rental market update that was being held here in Saskatchewan. So a lot of what they were presenting was very much Saskatchewan and the Prairie provinces, but there were some really cool tidbits that I took away that relate to all of Canada that I thought maybe we could share with some of our, our listeners today. And I remember we did an episode just a few episodes ago where we talked about statistics and that the CMHC statistics do not include a lot of what we do in our brand with real property management because we're single family and a lot of these statistics come from, well, they all come from uh, multiplexes and larger companies and that's changing. So yeah. you go back and listen to that previous episode uh, where we talked about that because that's exciting. But this it one- was, It was rentals.ca was CA. going to be providing the data to CMHC. Uh, to Stats Canada. Yeah, yeah. And Stats I think Canada. that's I think that was in the title, if I recall. So it's only a few episodes before this one, if our listeners want to go back and listen to that one. Uh, so CMHC, Adrian, something's not surprising, you know, that the immigration, obviously affecting mm -hmm. uh, both the rental and the sale market right across Canada. But one thing I learned that I thought was super interesting was this variance in rental price which I knew, I mean, obviously I know across Canada, the rental price in the prairies is specifically in Manitoba and Saskatchewan compared to when we go into British Columbia and Ontario, that there's this big variance. Mm -hmm. Well, this variance has never been as high dating back to 1989. That's when we actually saw this big difference between the prairie provinces and the Eastern and, or, I shouldn't say Eastern because it's really Ontario mm -hmm. and uh, British Columbia. And they threw out the stat of 56% variance. So you take this average two-bedroom apartment in Saskatchewan, that's going to be like $1,100. And you're looking at that being like $2,100 mm -hmm. uh, when it goes into Vancouver, Toronto. And so they kind of summed it up, which was interesting, that there's lots of room to move in the rental prices. In the prairie provinces, which is so bizarre, don't you think, when you think about affordability right now? Well, and to add to that, ironically, uh, just last week, and it may have been referenced to that report, the difference between renting a average size home and owning an average size home in Winnipeg at the moment, there's only dollars of difference, not tens of dollars, not hundreds of dollars, rent prices have gotten to the point of home ownership for the same home. Obviously, this is due to the severe housing 
shortage, but it's not the traditional small apartments we think of. It's family size of homes. And that's something that I think only single family right now can solve because our apartment developers for the past few decades have always built rental specific size templates or formats of homes. Whereas now I think there's starting to be a movement to two bedroom, two bathroom, two bedroom and a den and two bathroom, right? And it's a, it's a totally different product that has to be developed to appease to the housing shortage. Another small one bedroom isn't going to solve the problem. No. And even when we look at all the incentives that are out there with CMHC specifically, they are all on that housing affordability, purpose-built rental. Like It's very different. I know uh, a builder here in Saskatchewan who has done some great purpose-built products, but they're in townhouses and uh, larger condos. And we see that a lot in the U.S., becoming more and more common in Canada now. But a lot of what they do doesn't qualify because a lot of what CMHC is trying to encourage is to fill up this lower lower end of our rental market. And there is a demand for the higher end. But going back to the affordability piece, so I wanted to ask you this from your mortgage perspective. They shared a stat for the median carrying costs of a mortgage in Canada. So they took in Saskatchewan, it was under 30%. And I think Calgary was 39. I think they threw out, then they went to like Vancouver and Toronto and they were throwing out numbers like 55 and 56% carrying costs. So how are people even getting mortgages or is this because the carrying cost is so high now? How are they going to refinance, right? Like, we, and I know we've talked about this on previous episodes, but it's like they they couldn't rent at that cost, right? Because we we have these percentages that we've thrown out before yeah. of of what their income versus rent costs have to be. Well, I, I, ironically, and and I think one of the more standard measures in the rental business is you don't want rent to exceed a third of the household income. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know in the a home ownership space, the high ratio or 5% mortgage allowance is actually 39%. So they, they right, 3944 uh, TDS, GDS. And so what's interesting is, is that the government sets policies that currently permits a homeowner to spend 39% of their income on home ownership. But in the rental world, we believe, and it's just an industry acceptable norm, that it's about one third of your household income you can afford to spend on rent. Well, why the 6% variance? Or, or you know, why that 5 to 10% variance, whatever number you want to attach? That's pretty significant because let's, let's boil that down, right? On a thousand dollars, that's forty to sixty dollars a month on every thousand earned, right? So if you've got a household that's making two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, whatever it is, times that forty, sixty dollars, that turns out to be a few hundred dollars of difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where does that money come from, right? And then we expect. You know, we still expect the vacation and a couple of new cars financed, et cetera, et cetera. The math does not work. 
And I think when when government sets policies, I think they routinely target the wrong user group. And I think the user group that's currently underserved is couples and young starting families. They don't have the spare money, right? And it's that group, I think, that these development programs that CMHC, or or the Government of Canada, essentially, call it what you will, uh, needs to really look at. Because they're the ones that are suffering. And I would argue they matter a lot because it's that group that ends up contributing to CPP and income tax when you and I are in the senior's home needing other people to pay the bills. Yeah, the whole government policy thing, I guess we could talk about forever, but we neither one of us are super political. But I, I know this episode is going a little long, but I wanted to share this story with you and I'll, I'll maybe share it. Are you on TikTok? No. <laughs> okay, well, I think you can still watch this as a guest to TikTok, so I will share it with you anyways. But it got shared with me. And there is this, it was a CTV clip from Calgary where a student... He was in Vancouver, paying rent in Vancouver, has now moved back home to Calgary and is actually flying to Vancouver two times a week to go to the university. And that is cheaper than paying rent in Vancouver. I'm serious. Like there's something wrong with this picture, right? So he has it, he has it worked out that the cost for him to fly, I mean, he's probably on one of those flight paths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's going there. And he said, when I was in Vancouver, I was driving for an hour. Now I'm just flying for an hour. Yeah. Crazy. That's insane. Uh, anyway, I I'm reminded of a closing joke. The last time I tried to go on social media, I got a busy signal. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's real estate in Canada. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to Canada's real estate podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating. The content shared is for informational purposes and reflects the opinions of the hosts. Connect with us online at Canada's Real Estate Podcast.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.